Okay, so press that. Good afternoon, guys and girls. I'm going to wait for this audience to build up a little bit because this is an impromptu uh, quick interview with our great CEO <laughs> that represents the real estate industry, the New South Wales Real Estate Institute of New South Wales, a fantastic organisation that we've all come to depend on. Um, normally in times of confusion, normally in times of panic, normally in times of chaos, normally in times on a Friday afternoon. And uh, we've got yeah, Tim thanks, McGibbon. Tom. Uh, thank you. The check's in the mail, buddy. That's check's really in the mail. Tim McGibbon, <laughs> the, C the CEO of the REI, um, he's been kind enough to actually use uh, this platform to send a, uh, the latest information as we see it, uh, Tim. So. Uh, how are you going? How are you? Yeah, good, good, Tom. Um, it was a little bit stressful over the last couple of hours while I was trying to wrap my head around what had changed. I, uh, like so many others, I watched um, the uh, 11 o'clock report from Gladys and and then um, we heard there was going to be, you know, new orders, so we had a bit of a meltdown on the spot. But the good news is that um, from where we sit, nothing has changed. So... Um, after the initial panic, um, nothing in our space has actually changed. But I should say, I'd just like to make a, a couple of points, though, Tom, but I think what we should do is reiterate some of the some of the things that we spoke about uh, some time ago. And I'm looking at my notes here, so I'm not uh, I'm not being rude, but um, what I what I'd like to say is that. This, this is not um, a right that we have to continue with uh, real estate. It's a privilege. Uh, and I think we need to, to treat it as a privilege. And we, we've seen how fast um, the state has been shut down because of this virus that came through. I think it might have been a uh, limo driver or something like that that it, it, it came in. Now, if you're a real estate agent and you do the wrong thing this weekend, um, and 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 that shines a light on what we do, and they shut us down right across the state because of one person. You don't want to be that person. You just don't want to be that person. You you don't want that to be your claim to fame. No, exactly right. So so I think what what we really should be saying to ourselves here is um, that we need a good solid dose of common sense. Um, and to err on the side of caution, okay? I mean, they these orders that they put out now, whilst I've said to you they are um, affect from from our point of view, they don't change uh, change our space. Nonetheless, you can see what they're trying to do, and that is to shut us down. Uh, not our industry, thankfully, but to shut the community down. So the, the deal is unless you have a compelling reason to leave home, don't leave home. And, um, you know, the, they are saying you can go to work, which is what we said last time. You can go to your office um, and obviously you can uh, you can show people through property. Now, I should say to our friends out in the regions, um, what you've been, what you've had, you can continue doing. You can do your uh, opens, you can do your auctions. But for those people in Greater Sydney, no on-site auctions, no, no on-site auctions and no auction rooms, they're, they're banned. You can, however, uh, conduct an auction online. 
All right, so you can still do that. We did that last weekend and I think relatively successfully. Um, you can take people through a property, okay, so you can continue to show property just one person at a time. Now, I often get the question, oh, is it okay uh, if it's a husband and wife? No, it's not. I don't make the rules, but it's not. One person at a time. And that's the same. That's the same with 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 tenants. Only one person. You can't have a couple going in there because I've had real estate agents say, "Oh no, if you if if the agent's not in the house, a couple can go in." That's not true. No, no, no. The agent is at work, so they they they're not counted. The agent's not counted. So there's only to be one person in there. And this is just the way the public health. Aha, uh-huh, that's right. So you can't automatically assume if you, the agent, step out that that means that another person can step in. Correct. One person. Correct. Okay. Yeah, because if you are at work, you're not counted. So the agent in the in the calculation is a zero, and the person that comes through is one, and only one person can be there at a time. Okay, so. Again, I spoke about the spirit of all of this and, uh, you know, I often hear people, I've had it today, someone saying, oh, how do I get around that? You don't get around it. You embrace the spirit of it and let's let's try and get this stupid thing under control. Now, so, now, yeah. now Tim, I, I, had, I, had, uh, I had someone say to me, oh, can you drive in the same car with a colleague to go to an appointment? I said, I don't know. I, 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 I would have thought it would have been smarter that you went in separate cars or better still, why the two of you should go. I'm sure that, you know, we're in a time where it's not going to be life or death whether two show up or one, but can two people be in a car together from? Well, the public, the public health orders don't prohibit it, but, you know, and the public health orders are about five or six pages long. Um, and we haven't had the time to socialise those orders, haven't had the time to pressure test them as we normally would. So there's a lot of stuff in there that's just not covered. Um, But I think, again, what we said a second ago, Tom, just apply some common sense. Do you really need to be in the car with two of you in there? Do you really need that? But if you have to, both of you have got to be wearing masks because that car becomes uh, your workplace. But um, let's try and avoid that. You make make a lot of sense. People underestimate um, the consequences of your ego getting in the way and putting a few photos on social media accounts, even if you're sitting in the office and you have no mask and you want to be a bit of a smarty to sort of, I don't know, just say, you know, uh, loving lockdown or whatever. Everything we're doing is on audition to the government on social media, right? So don't rub it in people's faces. Wear a mask inside. Uh, Tim, the other thing is, you know, it's interesting because I reckon that there's a common sense side to it. For instance, you are allowed to show a buyer through a property, right? But to me, it stands to reason, if there's a buyer that's been looking for six years, let's call it the chronic type looker, right? That's probably not the appointment to be doing in the next two weeks, right? We're talking more about people that have had having a second inspection. They're about to put a deposit on a property, and you know what I mean. They 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 want to have that second look, or or I don't know. There's an auction that's going on tomorrow, and they want to have another look just before the auction. 
That's quite different to someone that's beginning their searching phase, looking for real estate that most likely won't be buying. So, Tim, it probably makes sense that a good real estate agent, when they are talking to buyers on the phone, say to them, hey, I want to let you know, you know, we're being selective with the appointments, both for our vendor's sake and both for the community's sake. Can I ask you, is this something that could wait for a couple of weeks or is it essential that you see it today, you know, because there's a bit of common sense with this? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I, and I mean, at the, without being too melodramatic, Tom, we are talking life and death here, because if you get this thing, there is a, um, there is a possibility that you, that you will die from it. Or worst case, that you, you get it and you give it to somebody else and they die. Now, that's not something I would ever want on my conscience because I was being, you know, slack and ignoring the rules. So. Well, 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 you're well, you're nearly you're nearly protected because off the top of my head, you've had jab one. You got one yeah. one more to go, correct? <laughs> yeah, I did, mate. I got uh, I've had jab one. I get the next one in a few weeks' time. But yeah, I heard I heard I heard a marketing guy on um, on TV talk about the campaign that he would have to get people jab. He says, as Aussies, let's get the job done. Let's get the jab done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now, 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 Tim, I want to, I want to, I want to ask you um, the, 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 and by the way, what Tim is saying is one hundred percent correct because the latest information coming through is that there are thirty-year-olds now in hospitals, um, in ICU. There are people on ventilators. Everyone thought, oh, it's not me. I'm not immune suppressed. I'm not seventy-five years of age. I haven't got a pre-existing condition. Now it appears to be an open slatter, transmission amongst young, uh, illness amongst young. Um, Tim, so in summary, where we are on Friday afternoon at 2.40 p.m. is that you can do exactly what you were allowed to do before Gladys did her talk today. You can do exactly what you do. That Common sense should prevail. We don't want to happen to us what happened in Victoria, which was no inspections, zero, no private appointments. It was all, I mean, they, they, Tim, for a very long time had to do nothing or to use Zoom for everything. Yeah, and that's right. So I said uh, at the outset, Tom, this is a privilege, not a right. And we look at some of those other industries, the uh, restaurants and gyms and the list goes on, that they'd shut them down. They don't exist anymore whilst uh, this is going on. We we have been able to uh, continue uh, as a privilege. Okay? So let's treat it that way and uh, and not be the next one that they shut down. Tim, while that's going on, I'm, I'm having a look here at some of the questions that there's yes, a few Susan. questions on Facebook, which I'll just read out, Tim, for your clarification. Can tenants of a sale property refuse a buyer inspection? Uh, well, they can. They can certainly refuse it. They can just say, no, I won't let you in. Um, the next step you would have to do, because it, that's not uncommon even before the, the pandemic, and what you would have to do there is to go to NCAT and get orders and the rest of it. Uh, I think that um, you are very unlikely to get NCAT to side with you. So the practical effect of it uh, is that, yes, they can uh, stop you getting in. Now, I'm talking about the practical effect rather than the legal one. Um, Legally, that could be challenged. You could end up in NCAT. Maybe you would get an order uh, that they would have to let you in, as happens um, at other times in our world, back in the... uh, 
back in the precedented days before we entered the unprecedented days. Um, but as I said, the practical side of it is yes. So, 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 Tim, if a client, if a client or, or a couple want to visit a real estate office, come, coming in from Shalish, can 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 people can can clients visit a real estate office? Yeah, yeah. If they need to come in and sign something by way of example, then yes, they can. Um, my suggestion, however, is to keep the front door locked. Um, we do that at the institute. The door's locked. People come in, they push the buzzer, we ask them what they want, we let them in, we deal with it, and then we'll let them out. But you will have to, however, uh, make sure at least two things is going on. Firstly, you want to make sure that you've got that um, four square metres of, uh, of uh, space for them, for each and every one of them that enter. Uh, and secondly, that um, all of you are wearing your masks. Um, and then you know, at a practical level, once again, Tom, you deal with the issue and you have those people leave the office as fast as possible. Okay. And I'll ask, photography, videography, property styling, same rules as before? Yeah, you can you can continue to do that. Um, it's, uh, it's about work. You are uh, able to go to work. So if we start at the very beginning of this, you are required to stay at home if you can do your job from home. Now, if you can't do it from home reasonably, they, they use that word, reasonably then you can go to your place of work now if you are a photographer a stylist your place of work will be those premises and you can go there and you can do that job can a prospective tenant travel more than 10 kilometers outside of their lga to view a property well yeah the 10 kilometers i think and i've got some notes here tom uh i think that is limited to exercise right um, yeah, I think I think that's the limitation. Just bear with me a second, mate. Um, yeah, people must stay in their local government area or within ten kilometres of home for exercise and outdoor recreation. No carpooling between non-household members. So that comes back to your earlier question. I'm sorry um, about carpooling. Uh, says no carpooling between non-household members. So those two people. Wanted to be in the same car? No. Okay. Okay. All right. Can I? got here. Can I show one-on-one properties uh, after each other? Say fifteen minutes apart. Say it's from twelve o'clock to two o'clock, and do fifteen minutes apart. Yeah, you could do. You could do that, couldn't you? The 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 requirement is to only have one person in the property at a time. So if you can manage that, however you choose to manage it. Um, that's fine. That's fine. What about the someone's commented here, and I don't know whether that's correct. Mandatory QR codes from Monday, please comment. Yeah. So the QR code side of things is is still uh, something that we are grappling with because you are expected to use the um, Services New South Wales QR code, which is fine. But the problem is you're going from house one to house two to house three. Um, and what, what we are trying to do is to get a QR code that is uh, specific to that particular property. So um, just stay tuned with that, please. But use the, uh, the Services New South Wales uh, uh, QR code at this stage, but we are trying to work through that. All right, another question come in. Can we appraise properties? We can, that's been covered. 
I think, uh, Tim, you've covered, uh, we've covered everything. I mean, some of the other ones that are coming in, final inspections before settlement, that's not a problem. One person, again, can see that. Uh, um, uh, tenant inspections, again, that's fine. One person can see that. Um, walking into the office, you covered. Some person here says, can you go out there door knocking, looking for listings? Not the smartest thing to do at the moment. I wouldn't think, Tim, would you say? No. Look, technically you can do it, but you're not going to make any friends with doing that. Um, and uh, and the, the thing is you may get asked to, to be, re- you know, is this something that you reasonably need to do? Um, I mean, you, you would then be in a position of having to, uh, to argue that it's absolutely necessary you do it. Yes, you can't do it from home. But in all the circumstances, do you really need to do it? Tim, I've got to tell you, we shouldn't forget how lucky we are. The real estate industry has ticked over. Sales are still happening. Auctions went pretty good last Saturday. They did. Life's pretty good. Tim, I've got to tell you, the accountant that I had that I went to uni with and he's been my mate for 30 years has told me he's had seven businesses contact him saying, they need to close. They can't continue. There is a lot of suffering there, whether they're in the gymnasium business, whether they're in food, hospitality. They're, they're suffering. We don't realise it because things have just been ticking over for us in real estate. Yeah. And, I mean, you've only got to go for your morning walk, Tom. I try and do it each day, uh, some days better than others. But when I walk the streets um, up and down the main street, there's, you know, there's uh, agent signs everywhere there saying... Police know, boards, police boards. Yeah, yeah, for lease, you know, it's uh, um, so we are we are very lucky. And I know I've said it already, but this is a privilege. Let's protect it. All right. Megs is asked, what was the clearance rate on Saturday? Well, we're not exactly core logic. 71, was, 71%, I think it was. Yeah. 71%, super strong, super strong. Um, all righty, Tim, thank you once again for taking time out. I realise that. These are the sorts of days that your phone and email goes off the hook, and I appreciate you sharing to the real estate community this information. It's business as usual in a very unusual way, must I say, very unusual way, but what was happening prior to today will continue. Tom, thank you for the opportunity. to. I know that you uh, have a very, very wide uh, following and audience, so it was a great opportunity for me to get this message out, and I do appreciate it. Thank you so much. Everyone signing off. Stay health. Bye-bye.